So yep. speaking of entertaining. Good morning, Vietnam! I love the smell of my pump in the morning. Virtually attending the London Film Festival, which was very interesting. Uh, lots of stuff there. As usual, it was about 95% misery porn, but uh, yeah, there was, a, there was a couple of very interesting films there as well. But I think rather than uh, cluttering our Bond discussion. But, but I just mention this quickly. What is that about film festivals? I mean, I've been developing this film festival since inception, and we got to that stage, we started like, focusing on more comedies because we're like, what is it? Everybody obsessed with sending in things that are miserable and depressing. Cheaper to make. They're cheaper to make. They've got no effects. It's usually a very personal story, so therefore people mm-hmm. are more committed to them. It's a lot of first time filmmakers, and it's stuff that haven't got distribution mainly, so they're, they're actually trying to sell the films at the same time. I just always feel like festivals feel like they have to produce something that's like Meaningful. worthy or emotive. Oh, so I feel like those type of stories lend that better than, than maybe a sort of out and out comedy because I. I've seen low-budget comedies that have been funny and have been good, but I feel like festivals in particular feel this need to create worthy and inverted and speech goes content. You're right. It's almost like people, like, a film must say something. It doesn't mm-hmm. really need to. Sometimes it can just be entertaining. I think I probably will need to get some beard oil or something at some point, like I say, because it just kind of goes all over. And I'm in danger of it turning up at the sides here as well, <laughs> which uh, may or may not I be mean- a good look. That may just end, Mary, if you turn up. I know. We have villain twirling moustache. I was going to volunteer to book our, our Christmas night out or drinks or lunch or whatever, but if John's going to turn up looking that attractive, I don't think I can actually attend. Yeah, I've got that on record now. We are, we're, we're recording, so <laughs> somebody thinks I'm attractive. Oh, man. If you do, you need to turn up in like a, a waistcoat, tails, a top hat, a cane, yeah, and a moustache. Uh, yep. Just a usual Tuesday afternoon for yourself. I was yeah. going to say, the butler will have that all pressed for him anyway. So yep. We're taking notes as we speak. They're always listening to my conversations. So did you get your plumber sorted, Thomas? He's still in. He's still kind of kicking about. Is he attaching your radiator? Or is that something else he's doing? Yeah, he's yeah. put the radiators oh, on. Good. One of the radiators has got a big massive crack in it. Another radiator's all bashed to fuck. It's because they're just oh. basically threw about in the van looks here. So Jen's <coughs> sorting all that stuff. But... No, we need to get one taken off the wall because I'm decorating the hall. And, uh, I need to get in behind it. And I'm kind of, I'm in two minds just to try and just leave it as much as possible. But I really should. But I mean, it doesn't take, I don't think it takes much to take it off the wall and put it back on again. But knowing my luck, it would be a complete oh, disaster. Geez. You know? Well, that's what happened to us when we took one of the videos off the wall. It was a small one as well, thinking mm-hmm. that'll be easy. YouTube video seems a piece of piss because the valves are so old. When it came off, it just snapped. Ah. Oh. I mean, this is just so manly, you guys talking about this. And now I have this image of John in my head with his beard, with maybe like a tight t shirt on, maybe some jeans, like doing manly stuff with a wrench. And yeah. I don't know no trousers. I yeah, just in case they get wet, you know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I can. I feel like I see like um, John sitting there with his tight t-shirt, his jeans, have you brandy watching the butler? Yeah. <laughs> Whipping him. Faster, Jeeves, faster. <laughs> Whoa. 
<laughs> I know. Oh, yeah, actually, maybe that could be something else. Um, I was uh, making my coffee there, and I realised the milk froth was broken. I was furious. <laughs> <laughs> what even is that? What is that? Is that a piece it of... It literally just came like, it just, it's like a, like a jug, but it froths milk for uh-huh. you, so basically like, uh, it can make like, lattes and cappuccinos and things like that. You can get the wee whisker things in Ikea, can't you? You get the wee individual, the wee whisker, that's what we've got. We've got one of those wee things. And it costs a pound or something, so no need for a jug. (sighs) A jug. I mean, this this, this was a tenner reality, I think it was. Don't be wrong. I was expecting after like five months it stopped working. In fairness, I I did buy Chris a a proper coffee pod machine and stuff like that, so that's probably quite knobby as well. You do realise if, if you keep this stuff in the podcast, we're not going to get cancelled. You know, it's like people are going to be commenting on like iTunes and stuff saying there's like uh, pandemics and volcanoes killing people and you're talking about milk frothers. Well, yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't know. Because we can, volcano. yeah. That's, that's the way of it, isn't it? Because in my little bubble, that's what's important to me. That's like... Well, exactly. You have to look after your, your own uh, well being. And if that means that you need frothy coffee or you need a toilet that works, then, you know, so be it. Whatever gets you through the week. (laughs) I mean, I was more upset about the the milk frother than I was the fucking radiator, so. Oh, dear. I could put a hoodie on. I could put a blanket over me. I'm watching TV, you know, but I'm supposed to be for the milk. Yeah. Uh, the milk if you're sitting there with a flat white, then you're just, uh, <laughs> this is no use. You will not see me in a good mood for the rest of the day. I was going to say, can you froth your own milk? But I suppose that, like, the whole point of the jug is that it does it for you, so it would require manual labour on your behalf if the jug's broken. Well, I need poor milk. <laughs> All right, okay. All right, okay. That should be my manual labour. <laughs> no, I meant like, can you, I meant like, could you get like a fork and like whisk it and make it frothy or something? Is that? I would need to build like the flash probably to <laughs> right, get enough okay, speed up. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> no, Superman actually, I mean, you'd have laser eyes to heat them all up as I was froth. <laughs> I just keep thinking of that laser baby from the boys because like we were talking about like how potentially the COVID vaccine could like <laughs> mutate children which is not funny but I was just thinking imagine though you had your COVID vaccine you're pregnant you had your baby but what you got was a laser baby like I'd be well chuffed with that yeah see if it's all about these kind of mutations we're talking like X-Men mm-hmm. I'm okay I mean, with this I, get, I mean I know you get the Morlocks and the X-Men and like, Beast and things like that not everybody gets a good drag I guess a good, a good card dealt them Mm-hmm. Let's see if you look Wolverine or like Gambit, you know. Uh-huh. I couldn't hear too many men complaining if they all became love sausage either, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That just got very dark very quickly. <laughs> Although I just realised something. This will tie into Bond later. Okay. I just realised they've been ripped off the X-Men. We'll discuss that. Okay. I don't think it's been deliberate, but I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was influenced by the X-Men, that's what I'll say. Okay, I'm cheeked. I didn't see June that night because the plumber was out and I had to miss my screening, which is quite annoying. The same, I've been loaded with the cold since Sunday. It's only really today that I'm actually feeling a bit better, so I was due to go on Monday as well. But I saw it last week, so yeah. this oh, the press screen, it's fantastic. I really, really liked it. I thought it was a brilliant movie. I'm excited um, for it. See, I'm, I'm just, uh, I don't know, I'm not a big fan of these kind of like somber sci-fi epics type of thing, but I, I do want to see it. Mm-hmm. I did see Venom, though, last Friday. I really want I to see that. not seen that yet, but it's getting it, fairly mixed reviews, hasn't it? It's getting better reviews than the first one, but it is still fairly mixed. It's, the only thing I would say, it seems, it seems very short. Mm-hmm. Is it like 90 minutes or, or less? Yeah. Which isn't bad, shouldn't be bad for a film, but it's like for a superhero film like that, you're like, oh, it's done, what type thing? 
Yeah, that's not a lot of time considering they usually do a wee bit of scene setting, a wee bit of, you know, projection, whatever, forward planning for the next film or whatever. That does seem quite short. But I just think that it gets such a bad, sort of universally bad reviews last time that I think they were too mm. too committed and too far into it to not do a second one. But I think they've maybe gone, let's just make it short and hope people don't hate it. Well, not just that. Well, the, f- the first one's not that long either. But see, if you watch it on the DVD, it says it's like two hours, ten minutes, but it's really mm-hmm. not. It's because, like, after the credits, you get, like, a ten-minute preview for mm-hmm. the, the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. That really is. It's only an hour 40, an hour 45, the first one. It's not a long film. But this, but, but it did make a lot of money, I'm sure, the first one. I'm sure it was very successful. And this yeah, one, I, I think, it's just, I think it's really funny. I think they get I'm the humor. I'm excited. Hang I on. I want to see it. I want um, to see it. I was wondering about what I It's not a spoiler to the plot or anything. But uh, they're going to visit is it Cletus mm-hmm. and in jail. And, like Venom just talking to like uh, Eddie, just saying, I might eat this guy, I might eat that guy, and you can't eat anybody. But remember these people, the remember these people can eat them. And he goes, We can't eat them, we don't know if they're uh, guilty or innocent. And he goes, They're in prison. The comic timing in this one is really good. It's really, really good. Oh, I'm excited. Although I did see someone tweet saying they thought Walton Goggins would have been a good Cletus, and I can't disagree with that, but I'm excited That's to see this as it is. A good show. With the Harrelson is excellent. He does crazy really well, I think, so yeah, yeah. that'll be good. Naomi Harris is good as well. It's a very good cast. Do you think Stephen Graham's uh, accent, not so much? Oh, no. What's he meant to be in it? What's it say again? Is it, is it New York? San Fran? I can't remember what it's meant to be said. I mean, well, it's supposed to be New York in terms of like Spider-Man and things yeah, yeah, like that yeah, yeah. Uh, for the comics, but I can't remember if, the, if it is set in New York, the films or not. The first one was San Francisco, wasn't it? It's definitely San Francisco, that's right, yeah. Yeah. yeah it was San Francisco. And so his but accent is not... I don't know what his accent is. Oh. But oh, you're just getting... a good sign if you can't actually locate where someone's from. But you're watching it, you're thinking to yourself, right, I know Stephen Graham's a fucking phenomenal actor, so I'm willing mm-hmm. to let this accent slide. Probably a lot of people, this is their first exposure to Stephen Graham. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. He's not bad in the film, it's not that, it's just his accent's quite bad. That's a shame. However, I'll still go and see it. Oh, yeah, everybody has and just hams it up brilliantly. He's a, yeah. he's a great comic villain. Well, I'm excited. I mean, Chris is like totally because he just hated the first one, but I'm determined we're going to see this one because I just think it looks absolutely batshit. So I want to go and see I it. Watched, I watched the first one the other week. It's not that bad. It's just a bit. Plain. I think. Yeah, I think he wanted something that was a lot darker and a lot more violent. Like, I think this one's still a 12A and stuff like that. And I think that he was hoping for something that's maybe like super violent, 15, 18 type of thing. But I don't think you're going to get that because it's so no. closely linked to sort of Spider Man and stuff like that. And they're still trying to capitalize on the people that would go and see those type of movies. So you're this... never going to get that type of movie. No, I mean, this one is a lot more, I, I definitely think this pushes the boat a lot more. Okay, cool. It's still a 12 though, right? So it's not like it's a... Not, it's not like bloody gore or anything, but mm. it's a lot more violent, I would say. Okay. Yeah, I was going to tell you at the um, London Film Festival. Yeah, how'd it go? It was good. It was... Apart from the misery porn, obviously. It was a bit weird because none of the main films were on the, the online platform. It was all sort of smaller films. And it was about 30% documentaries as well, which was neither here nor there. Some of them are good, some of them are bad. But there was a cracking film called Hinterland, which Ooh. is a film that's set in Austria in 1920. And it's about the prisoners of war coming back after the First World War to find that Vienna is completely different. And it's a kind of a murder mystery. The main, one of the main guys that comes back is a detective. 
and some of the soldiers around about him start getting bumped off and he's mm -hmm. sort of brought back in uh, rather reluctantly on his part and the part of the authorities to find out who's doing the murdering. The thing about brilliant. it is it's, it's filmed like a German expressionist film in the 30s. Oh. It's all shadows and everything. And Sold. it's <laughs> all done with uh, CGI rather than locations. So all the back, the backdrops are all highlighted and it's all grim and grey and brown and everything. But it's so well done. It's so stylized. It's a fantastic movie. That sounds really, really good. Go up my street on like 14 different levels. That sounds amazing. Do you think that'll get, I mean, it sounds quite artsy, so do you think it'll get cinematic release or do you think that'll go to a platform? I'll probably go to a platform, I would imagine. But it just, it just depends. Amazing. You never know with these things because some of the ones that you think would get released in cinemas just don't see me make it so yeah there's every chance but yeah that was the kind of the highlight for me that was the best of was Padres Marilelas at the or Mar Madres Parallelas even was that at the film festival or was that I don't know it wasn't it maybe just it maybe just yeah. wasn't on the platform yeah, I don't think Tragedy yeah. Macbeth or anything was on the platform was it no there was nothing like that but I managed to see a couple of the films I saw the French Dispatch last week <gasps> last what week do you think? which it's the most Wes Anderson film ever uh, which is a very good thing because I really I was like say, Wes is that Anderson. a compliment or not? Oh yeah, sure definitely. Yeah, I, I love Wes Anderson films, and this is just—it's just like you know, chef's right. kiss. It's just fantastic. Yeah. Really, really enjoyed it. It's really funny. That sounds amazing. I'm dying to see that as well. So I googled Miss Moneypenny spin-off, and uh, mm -hmm. there is uh, there is already no novels, the Moneypenny mm -hmm. Diaries. Uh, and there is talk of doing it with Naomi Harris, and interestingly enough, there's talks of a whole slew of James Bond spin-offs because of the Amazon thing. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they'd be they'd be silly not to cash in on that. But I just, I do just wonder how much of an audience there is for this thing. I do feel like Bond fans are quite passionate about Bond, Bond. and I don't, and I don't really know that they're necessarily bought. They might go for a kind of villain thing, but I don't know that they're necessarily bought on to characters on. The periphery. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I don't know. I mean, obviously, Marvel have kind of been mm -hmm. able to do that, but they've, yeah. they've they introduced peripheral characters from the start. Let's face it. Yeah. Uh, with the Avengers and stuff like that, and built those up. Now, I think they'll test the waters with it. I don't think they'll commit to. Oh no! Doing no, 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 Like a whole. They won't announce a whole Bond universe or anything. No. They'll announce no. one, maybe two at the most, and see how that goes. And if it doesn't work out, they can just quietly drop it. Yeah. Uh, without yeah. being too embarrassed about the whole thing. But yeah, I think yeah. I think anything to make money because even though this film is now made, I think it's upwards of it's around about eight hundred million dollars it's mm -hmm. made worldwide. Mm -hmm. The the final cost of it is over five hundred million mm -hmm. because of the cost of the film and the fact that they've had to advertise it three or four different times. Yeah. Like re advertise and re advertise. So that's obviously they reckon they've spent something like 150 million dollars in advertising easy easy because yeah. they've had four different advertising campaigns so i mean mm -hmm. the thing is you could easily see a bond movie spending 50 million per launch so the fact they've had to launch it essentially four times i'm uh, not surprised the figures are like that um it's well it's one of the biggest franchises in the in the world really isn't it one of the most sort of known mm -hmm. uh, characters as well and um, one of the things actually somebody said they would want john ham to play bond but i don't know how like, do you know how James Bond has sort of been claimed by kind of like British lads, shall we say? I don't know how people would feel about an American. Now, obviously, Lazenby wasn't British, but Bond tends to be a sort of, a, I don't see an American doing it, if I'm being honest. No. Uh, 
no he's done kind of he he can't be black he has to have okay he has to have black hair he can't mm. have blonde it has to be this has to be that blonde but yeah, I just I can't too old I can't think of any non-British actor off the top of my head anyway that would pull it off I don't know just there's a certain suaveness that comes with that English mm. gentleman type thing I know we've had a scan of Sean Connery Scottish always, but you know what I mean he still pulls and James Bond is Scottish yeah. but yeah. even though he's, he's definitely not Scottish suave James Bond he's mm-hmm. very London suave what do you mean by very, Scott? What do you, like how do, how do you differentiate the two? I'm just intrigued to know. I think he's very, very London Bond, although he's could be Scottish. He comes across very London to me. Very Kingsman okay. type idea. I know Kingsman yeah, no, oh, okay, 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 but okay, it's very okay. much that gentlemanly type thing that yeah. it's not associated with being Scottish or Scottish culture. No, because if, if he was from Glasgow, he'd be a part merchant. Is that what you mean? But, he's very he's not really distinguished yeah. gentleman type idea. Yeah. Like if, yeah. Bond, if, if John Connery's Bond grew up. In Glasgow mm-hmm. and became Bond at MI5 in Glasgow type idea, it would have been the same Bond, but he's very much London Bond. Yeah, okay, I get Well, because mm. he's like well traveled, isn't he? So there's this whole sort of idea of like cultured and you know, has visited lots of places and stuff. So I no, I get what you mean. I just so I just wasn't sure what you meant by sort of Scottish yeah. suave there. I was just intrigued. You mean Jerry Butler's not suave? No, don't he's not. <laughs> don't, say, don't, don't, don't say that too loudly. Don't say that too loudly in case Jerry Butler becomes a new Bond. Oh, he's too old. He's far too old. He's in his, He's well into his forties, is he not? I think he he's must be in his fifties by now. Yeah. Yeah, easily. He's too old. They, I predict they'll go for someone in their early thirties, so that even if they get a fifteen-year run out of them, it won't look too ridiculous. So. Yeah, I think so. I can't. I'm trying to think outside the box with though, and I'm just kind of kind of blank. Imagine they just put in someone like Will Poulter or something. Someone like totally left field. I don't think it's. It, if you look back at the previous speculation for previous bonds mm-hmm. and they've always gone with the most obvious ones and it's never I was gonna say Bond has you know Dalton was not a, an obvious bond. Brosnan was first choice but wasn't available at the time and obviously Craig was totally out of nowhere because at, at the time of Craig obviously they were touting Idris Elba sort of at that time. So they do go quite left field for their choices mm-hmm. in which I think just kind of adds to it because Yes, he's supposed to be sort of attractive and, and good looking and stuff like that, but he, he is also supposed to be someone you'd walk past in the street because they're a spy. Mm. Not supposed to be like, yeah. you know? Yeah, but he keeps telling about his name. He's <laughs> <Right. laughs> the worst spy ever. <laughs> the world's the worst secret. Um, I did quite like that wee moment as well when he went up to that desk and he was like, name, and he was like, bond. And then the guy was like, full name. He was like, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> James I like Bond, TV kind of yeah. I like TV kind of jokes. Yeah. And he did order a a martini shaken not yeah. stirred in this he film. Did. Whereas obviously in Casino Royale he says, you know, the looks of a give a damn. Yeah. Aye. Oh no, that's right. He didn't he didn't swear actually, that's right. But didn't. it was in the script, apparently it was initially in that because when you read the script, that's what it said. They look as if I give a fuck. Because that was one of the reasons <sighs> why he said, I like this bond. I like the idea of that. Yeah, obviously they couldn't yeah. get away with that, but aye. Mm. I still think Le Chief is definitely the, the best film that we've seen out of the, the sort of Craig era as well. I know that Javier Bardem was like really camp and stuff, but I loved him as well. But I've, I'm surprised at who I've been disappointed by and who I've been mm-hmm. sort of like, oh, that's actually really good. So, yeah. Cool. So shall we plan to, I mean, I know you guys are going to do Halloween, right? Because I'm just never going to, after the, the last one that I saw at the cinema, which was so fucking garbage, like, I don't think I'm going to go and see this new one. Well, Thomas has forced me to reassess Halloween, not by any pressure or anything, but I've, I'm going to watch it Oh, again you're watching it? Oh, I thought you meant I'm going to watch it again. Like it. 
Right, okay. I did. I watched it, didn't like it. Oh, uh, I watched okay. it last week and I thought it was a terrible disappointment because I'd liked the, the previous one so much. But I'm watching it again because I don't know if I'd just got my opinion wrong or I wasn't really into it because you said you loved it. And I was like, am I that far away from that? You know, it's, it's, it's not good. But I'll watch it again. Because supposedly just... any film that you really want to see, you should watch twice. The first oh. time you watch it to disavow yourself of any preconceptions and the second time to actually enjoy the film. So Okay, that makes yeah. sense. I just Obviously, I I preconceptions of this been good. Uh, no, I really <laughs> enjoyed it. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. But yes, I'll watch it again before we... Uh, I was uh, I watched about half of it earlier, so I'm going to watch it later on. I'm going to say this for me, because I really struggle, because it's like Carl when you're Scottish, right? I can't, I can't say pronounce that. it either. How do you say... Is it Dune? Or June? I think it's Dune, but I kind of see it. I say June. I say June. June. As yeah. in to rhyme with, as in to sound exactly the same as the month, rather. Yeah. And yeah, not like. That's pretty much. I th but I think that's a Scottish mm. thing more than anything else. Yeah. yeah. It's Dune. Yeah, because I've been walking about with like, oh, I'm really looking forward to Dune, and I just like, <laughs> I can't say it properly, so I just wondered how you guys were pronouncing it. Because if we're going to pod on it, like, I want to see it right. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'll make sure of. I'll, I'll just skip. I'll, I won't say the title. <laughs> yeah. In this film, oh, yeah. It's definitely one to see in the big screen. That's the only oh, yeah. 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 Really the only thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Really is. Yeah, aye. Is uh, it got a long run time? Is that about three hours as well? Does I read? No? It's two and a half. Oh, yeah, near enough. And apparently I mean, I it that. doesn't even cover half the book in two and a half oh, hours. Fuck. Oh, no, shit, no, right. no, that's yeah, not that's just, not a bad thing. This is, this is part one. one, yeah. It says it right oh, yeah. at the start. Dune part Dune. <laughs> it makes a it makes a point of that it doesn't say June, so they're obviously hoping yeah. to get a part two. Apparently, it's okay. not far away from getting greenlit. I think they're obviously but just wanting to see what the returns are in this first. No. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's going to be affected by the fact it's on HBO in the states as well. Oh, as is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the oh. HBO. Halloween's the same. Yes. Halloween's on a peacock. Peacock, and it's had a yeah. really strong opening. Mm -hmm. I think people will go to cinema <laughs> to see it. I really do. I think it's one of these movies. I we'll just see. did not enjoy the last one at all. <laughs> I really enjoyed the last one. Mm -hmm. Have you seen the other get... sequels, maybe? No. No. Why did you ask that? Why did you ask it? You knew the answer. I know. Maybe if you've watched Halloween Six, you have a new appreciation for <laughs> yeah. life. <Halloween. laughs> I was going to say for other films. Uh -huh. yeah. Although Halloween yeah. Six is most notable for a young Paul Rudd. And his first nice. role, his first film, nice. but it's actually his first starring role, maybe. It's, oh, it's one of his very yeah. first, isn't it? Really? I don't yeah. think it would have does, but... does he still look the same as he does now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Secondly, secondly, he does. Yes. Okay. Um, and then there's Hall yeah, okay, Halloween well, with Buster Rhymes. What? Yeah. Seemingly, though, that last Jules performing really badly. So I think it costs like a hundred something to make, and it's only taken four million at the box office. It's really good as well. Is it? It's, it's I, I honestly it's... think it's down to poor marketing because I've not heard it. Like, I've not seen a single thing about it. I'm it's not, not been seen, very like... well marketed. Yeah. And because it came out two weeks after Bond, it's been shown like maybe once or twice a yeah. day. And yeah. like, even like the uh, the big Cineworld in Glasgow, you know, Bond's getting shown in maybe 14, 15 screens and it's getting shown oh, yeah. two times. And you're thinking, well, it's never going to do any yeah. decent business. No, it's, it's really good. 
Uh, I do fancy really it. Like story, I, did, yeah. I did think it looked good. Um, not just for obviously Adam Driver and Chainmail, but I did think it actually looked yeah. like decent. So um, I was yeah. I hadn't read anything about it before I went in to see it, and when I started watching it, I thought, mm, "It's this doesn't seem quite right. There's something wrong here." But mm-hmm. then it kind of explains things for me a wee bit better i'm not going to even talk about anything to do with it in case you haven't read anything about it just to i haven't enjoy it well don't don't i i just 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 watch it then and uh we'll talk about it afterwards because it's it's definitely worth a discussion yeah i mean i I did see the trailer and obviously think it 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 looked good i think i mean ripley scott he's got that and he's got house of gucci coming out that guy is busy that looks quite interesting that oh i'm dying to see that that looks like all my camp dreams come true (laughs) Mm-hmm. And then his Napoleon dramas coming out after that. Um, Who's in that? Jodie Comer is in that again. I she, can't she's like, playing Napoleon. Do you not think she's is come it? from like nowhere and all of a sudden she's absolutely everywhere? It's yeah. because of Killing, Killing Eve. Eve. Yeah. And it's taken this long from Killing Eve for her sort of film career to sort of pick up because if you think about it, I think like Free Guy would have been out last year. Yeah. And, uh, the yeah, last show would true. have been out this year. So. I suppose, um, yeah, I suppose it'll, we go look at it that way. But uh, yeah. she is really good. Yeah, so it's probably good to do that. Yeah. Yep, it's true, yeah. They had to, it was a seen... film out, it was a TV movie, wasn't there? But then it's a yeah, I didn't see it. Like I but couldn't it bring myself brutal. to watch it, yeah. It looked really grim and I thought, yeah. do you know what, it's one thing watching the news, I don't think I could actually put myself through a pandemic drama at this particular moment in time. It's just too much emotionally. I was watching clips on Gogglebox. Um, somebody went and said, uh, "Why is wow, she's got a really good Scouse accent?" And I said, "Yeah, she's loving <laughs> That just reminds me of our Candyman pod, and they were like, "Candyman, I can't do it. I won't take that it's, out." Uh, it's Joaquin Phoenix is Napoleon. Is he not like a foot too tall? Napoleon was I think, he's a, I think he's he a wee, No, I think he's a wee guy. No, Napoleon was small. Yeah, he's like five foot, like two or three. He was Napoleon. Yeah. So I don't think. His, uh, Mr. Phoenix is that much taller. Really? He's definitely. He was like well, if you think foot? about it, he's, no, he's smaller than Russell Crowe because he was smaller than ah, Russell Crowe yeah. in Gladiator, and I don't think Russell's the biggest. Hmm. And you know, do you know what? He can't be because I think Russell Crowe was sort of on a par with Hugh Jackman and Lee is like sort of height wise. So actually, mm-hmm. no, he can't be that big. Oh, I always thought Joaquin Phoenix was like six foot tall. I don't know why. Just googling it now. Do any of you guys watch Succession just before we go? No, yet, yeah, no, I've, I've recorded it, I've not watched the new one yet. It's five foot eight. Oh, okay. So, so yeah. he's the same like, That's funny because I always tell Chris he looks like um, if Joaquin Phoenix and Lee Schreiber made a baby, and I think they're both five foot eight, and he's five foot eight as well. So he's like <laughs> perfect. So you haven't watched season three, episode one yet? Not no. yet, no. I'm not oh, going to wait too long mi- to watch it. Yeah. I yeah, say, let me know the minute watch you it tonight, have. Actually, yeah. It's so good. Yeah, I'm going to watch it tonight. I've decided that Greg, Greg's my spirit animal. <laughs> that would 100% be me in amongst all these like ogres. I'd just be like, have you guys seen Twitter? <laughs> Brilliant. Please let me know when you've watched it. It's so good. I shall indeed. Cool. Do you know there are whole sites that dedicated to what height actors are in comparison yeah. to each other and all that sort of stuff? It's bizarre. I like to have look you, up I, I the same height as me, just as I know. Tom Cruise has been trying to get them shut down for years. <laughs> <laughs> to go on and see like what celebrities I'm taller than which let's be honest is not that many and what celebrities I'm the same height as because I'm uh, my short people unite yeah it's mostly uh 
<laughs> like animals and things, I would imagine them to be. <laughs> <laughs> what famous person like massive sizes like that, yeah. Stuart Little <laughs> um, oh no I <laughs> Peter, Peter Dinklage <laughs> I am two inches tall I mean she's dead but I'm two, in, two and a half inches taller than Judy Garland just mm. about it that's about as exciting as it gets although one of my colleagues who met me for the first time face to face on a day in the office couldn't believe how short I was they were like oh just when you talk you just look really tall so I don't know how because they've only seen this much of me, but I must just have that aura. You sound tall. Aura like of that. tallness, yeah. That's it. Um, small in stature, but not in presence. Yeah, keep believing that, honey. Yeah. <laughs> I've got nothing going for me. I'm short. According to you guys, I'm ugly. Oh no, no, we didn't say that. We Sorry, didn't no, mention Sammy, that. Sammy said that. Sammy, Sammy alluded to that. John, you dived in and were a total gentleman. I must I must admit the photograph that you posted with your hairdo was really nice. It's just the last one when you got your hair done, the black and white photo. Oh. Yeah. Oh god, that was, I think oh, I even you should have you that. should have seen me on Saturday, guys. I had my wedding hair and makeup trial and even I didn't recognise myself. I was like, she's quite good looking. <laughs> you must have been so tempted to take a black and white picture of that and put it in the chat and just say oh, fuck you haters. I, I did take pictures, I just obviously didn't want to spoil yeah. the surprise, but um well, honestly, I, cry. I burst out crying. I was just like, oh, I feel like I'm right now. This is so lovely. So I'm very excited. Excellent. Nice. Good stuff. Is it feeling real? It's feeling terrifying because we're now at like five months to go and the invoices are starting to, <laughs> you owe us money for this, this and this. So no, I'm excited. Shit. I forgot yeah. actually all these people money. Yeah, man. And the thing is that like, you go and do something, then you're like, oh, shit, that now incurs like three other tasks that you need to go and do as a result of like one thing so it is it's becoming a, a bit manic um, and a bit real but also very exciting so um just Excellent. hoping Good. that we can get through winter without any lockdowns and that my sanity will be fully intact yes 